And now, right to your hosts of Down the Garden Path, Joanne Shaw and Matthew Dressing. Welcome to Down the Garden Path, where we discuss down-to-earth tips and advice while doing our best to help you seasonally manage your garden and landscape. I'm Joanne Shaw, owner of Down-to-Earth Landscape Design, and with me is my co-host, Matthew Dressing. Hello, Matthew. Hello, Joanne, and good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us. I'm Matthew Dressing, owner of Natural Affinity Garden Design. As landscape designers and gardeners, we believe it's important and possible to have great gardens, which are sustainable and low maintenance, and we want to help you make it happen. That's right, and welcome, everyone. It is February, and we are kicking off a new month here on Down the Garden Path, a month all about houseplants. So joining us tonight on the show is Kevin Tolnars to talk about his online houseplant business called Plantsome. So if you have a question for Kevin about online plant shopping or about Plantsome, send us a question to instudio101 at gmail.com. So a little bit about Kevin. Kevin is the co-founder and CEO of Plantsum. Kevin moved to Canada six years ago from the Netherlands. And the idea to start an online plant store came about when founding team realized there were very clear signals that the needs of consumers in the archaic home and garden industry were not being met. In March of 2020, Plantsum opened its digital doors to the public right in the middle of a global pandemic. It was scary, but it ended up being the right service at the right time. Uh, as people were forced to look close for, to home for hobbies and to keep things, keep them occupied, many flocked to plant care as a new obsession. Plantsum also provides its customers with an app that helps them take care of their plants by sending watering and fertilizing alerts exactly when it is time to take care of their plants. It is their belief that their job isn't done until the customer, when their customer received their plants, it has only just begun. Welcome to the show, Kevin. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, I'm, I think your timing on this business was like right on the mark, wasn't it? Yeah, we didn't know that going into it, of course. Uh, it was uh, obviously, as any business that's just new, mm -hmm. uh, you know, fraught with uncertainty, but uh, certainly uh you know we i think we had a service that uh that was definitely in high demand when when people were uh were cooped up inside mm -hmm. now did you deal in the plant industry when you were in the, the netherlands not myself no I, oh, okay. i've been in e-commerce for about okay. 15 years so my background is in uh in building online stores and uh, running uh, online stores for other companies. Uh, I myself, I'm a plant enthusiast by, um, you know, by hobby, really. Yeah. Um, so I really only, when I started this business, got into it uh, professionally. Okay, excellent. Yeah, and I think the timing, all of us in the industry, as you know, Matt and I are both landscape designers, and uh, Matt was recently working at a, a garden center, uh, and then the pandemic started and now he's teaching at school. Um, so we definitely have seen the wave and the demand of people really wanting to, you know, whether it's house plants, whether it's growing vegetables, you know, there really has been a movement almost. Um, so it's great. Just, and when people couldn't actually get to their garden centers, right, and get to the stores to get their plants. 
So I could see that, uh, especially for houseplants, that having something online um, would be very beneficial. How does it all work? Right, yeah. So the way it works is um, uh, our customers can go on our website, which is uh, plantsome.ca, um, where we will help and guide them by providing them with a selection of plants that work perfectly for their home. And we're really catering our experience to beginner and intermediate plant parents, as we like to call them, okay. um, by giving them uh, filtering options and, and five easy to answer questions to help uh, filter for a selection of plants that work perfectly for their home. Once they uh, see the selection of plants that we've, uh, that we've filtered for them, they can click on the plants, uh, add it to their cart, perhaps add a nice pot and some care accessories. And then once they've uh, checked out on our website, uh, our warehouse teams will get uh, a notification to start packing away. And we will pack that uh, order in specialized uh, boxes for easy and safe uh, shipping. Uh, and uh, within a few days after that, the plants will arrive perfectly safe uh, and healthy at the customer's doorstep. Excellent. Now, will there be plant um, care information with the package? Yeah, excellent question. So we the, re, the way we've solved for that is um, basically there's three three elements to it. We have always have uh, an excellent customer service team on standby. If there's any support needed, that goes beyond mm -hmm. without question. Secondly, by giving those five questions to customers, we're already helping them uh, set off on the right foot by providing them with plans that are right for their home. And thirdly, okay. we have an app. And the app will allow mm -hmm. them to add the plant uh, that they have decided to buy from us. And one, when that um, plant is added to the app uh, or to their version of the app, uh, it'll start giving them fertilizer and watering instructions and alerts exactly when the plant needs it. And those will be very specific uh, to the location and type of plant. And so that really provides a foolproof way to care for, for, for a plant or multiple plants um, and helps uh, customers um, automate some of the, the care right. needs and really enjoy the plants as opposed to feel the stress of needing to care for them. Right. Uh, can you tell us those five secret questions? Because that seems like a great idea that it's not just an ordering site like a la Amazon where you're just clicking what plant you want, that there actually is help and, and you're helping them be successful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's very basic. The questions are quite basic. Um, but it just helps us to filter for, you know, uh, just helps us filter through our selection of plants that we have on our website, which is quite large. We have over 100, uh, typically over, over 120 to 130 plants. Um, wow. So one of the questions is around, you know, what type of room will the plant go in? And this might be an interesting question because you might think, well, you know, what do you care whether it goes in my bedroom or it goes in my living room? But we mm -hmm. typically find that living rooms and bedrooms have different types of lighting and have different types of options for lighting. So it'll help us understand, uh, you know, what those needs are. And then there is a question around lighting specifically, whether it gets uh, a lot of light or a little bit of light uh, so that we can, again, filter for uh, for the right plants. And then obviously the next question is, what type of size of plant would you, are you looking for? Because the size um, of plants mm -hmm. are fast. Like we, we carry plants from two inch pot size all the way up to 11 or 12 inch pot size. So having an idea of how tall you are thinking you'd like your plants to be mm -hmm. gives us an idea of what selection you'd be interested in looking at. 
And then we're we're asking you whether you're good at plant taking taking care of plants or whether you're not so great or new to taking care of plants. Okay. And, and then finally, the last question around uh, pets or kits at your place, and we mm. ask you whether you know commonly you have uh, pets or kids at home because it'll give us an idea of whether plant toxicity is a challenge or a, a, mm -hmm. something that we need to be aware of when giving you a selection of plants. Okay, those are great questions. And I think of when I think of the where, um, even though I think sometimes, you know, you're not in the bedroom as often as you are in the living room. So I think you, even if it's the light is the same, like I think it's also being able to keep an eye on the plant, right? Right. You know, yeah, absolutely. It's a great, a great question uh, or a great comment. And that's something that we care, uh, we um, select for when uh, customers are uh, selecting office um, mm. as, as the, the, the location where the plant goes. We, we select for plants that are typically easy to care for, easier than most other plants, because we know when, when folks are in the office or office setting, plant care isn't the first thing that comes to mind. It's usually work, usually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, depends on if you're a landscape designer, no. <laughs> but, yes, exactly. Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. There might be certain types of work where it's, right. it's plants first and, yes. and, and yeah. work second or yeah. other work second. But uh, yeah, so we, we try to uh, assort for, uh, again, a selection of plants that works within the room. Oh, that's good. That is good. Um, and I think, you know, Pat and toxicity of plants. I don't know if you can speak much to that. Um, that's been a common thing. I know that I find in my industry as well for outdoor plants, you know, that's something that um, people are very aware of sometimes a little like needlessly, needlessly, but, um, but I get it, you know, especially cats. I think cats tend to be, you know, dogs a little bit, but I think it, it, it's a, it's a cat that seems to be, you know, wanting to go after plants. So do you have categories that I guess you must, if you're asking that question, that are a little bit more animal safe? Yeah, we do have a selection of plants that we consider pet safe. Um, and we look at the uh, the standards as as applied by the Canadian government and the U.S. government because mm -hmm. they, they tend to uh, have archives with lists of plants that are known to be safe to, to pets. Uh, and we strictly adhere to those recommendations to make sure that, you know, when we label something pet safe, that it is actually pet safe. Um, and to your point, it's definitely a hot topic. Um, and yes, not every toxic plant, potentially toxic plant will immediately, uh, uh, you know, create huge concern uh, okay. when, when it's being ingested by one of your pets. Um, mm -hmm. But we do want to exclude any toxicity levels. When you select pet safe, it's it's a safe for your pet plant. Perfect. That is a great thing for people to, you know, just to be comfortable with, uh, for sure. Now, um, we have a couple listener questions. One is about whether you ship to the U.S. Yes, excellent question. Not yet, and um, not yet. <laughs> okay. It's it's an, I I will be uh, I'll give a little bit more insight into why that is um, because it might be uh, interesting to know. Um, shipping plants in pots across borders is actually heavily regulated, mm -hmm. and so um, the Canadian government as well as the U.S. government has heavy regulations around what soils can move between borders. Mm -hmm. And what companies are allowed to move those soils between borders. So this is the main reason why we're currently not active in the U.S. Uh, we're, we're considering doing that, um, but it would require us to have a, a brand new setup in the yes. U.S. so that we in can start yeah. running operations from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not necessarily, I think people often think it's the plant, but it is the soil. 
Yes. Um, you know, so we had um, uh, last year we had uh, someone who was selling air plants and he shocked us by saying that he could send them to the because he was in Canada as well. And it's That's like, right. oh, yeah, because there's no soil, you know. Right. So, yes. Yeah, so that uh, that is a good question. And yes, for our listeners to understand that, that there's, you know, um, something as careful as it is and as highly regulated as that industry is, you still we've still gotten a lot of um, invasive species that have managed to still make it right to our country. So yeah. that's it's really important uh, to do. So it, it's really important thing, but it's a really hard job for to keep insects out or, you know, different uh, different airborne diseases for plants. So, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, are you you concentrating on air on house plants now? Do you see ever uh, expanding to you know annuals and perennials? So I'm going to read the listener who asked me that. Sorry, her question. <laughs> um, I'll get to it. But uh, Katie, um, yes, any any annuals or perennials eventually or? It's something we're looking into. Um, we're looking into it uh, this year actually. So we will be coming out with a very small. Pro- I would I just preface it by saying it will be a very small collection of mm-hmm. uh, outdoor a garden slash patio um, uh, plants. Um, okay. But it, we, it requires a little bit of a rethink in terms of how we're structuring our website and how our mm-hmm. plant finder works and even our app. So we want to make sure that when we launch a category like outdoor, when we launch product like outdoor plants, that the experience is there to match. And, and mm-hmm. we don't just... Uh, add prod, more product to our website um, because we're known for the entire experience that that being, oh, okay. uh, you know, frictionless and, and, and fun and, and seamless. And we want to be able to provide the same level of service when we go into more of an outdoor category. We also need to do some more research around, for example, how perishable are outdoor plants when we mm-hmm. box them up and we ship them for, you know, when they're in, in a box for a few days, we know with tropicals exactly what we can do and what we cannot mm-hmm. do. Um, so when we do go into those categories, which we, again, we will have a small sermon this year, we'll have an experience to match that. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I think, uh, for our listeners, I mean, a lot of patio plants, a lot of tropical house plants, um, can be used, you know, can be on the patio for the summer, right. For the season, Matt and I often talk about it on the show. Um, there is, you know, uh, a lot of flexibility there, right? And there's a lot of ways to really, um, you know, some people use, you know, uh, different houseplants, taller ones for um, shade or for um, privacy screening, you know, a bit of screening, that type of thing, or even at your front door, you know, the front door containers, there's a lot of uh, opportunity there. So you kind of, just by doing tropicals, you still do have a little leg, like a little foot into the outside, right? Because people can order them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great comment. And I, mm-hmm. and I almost forgot to say that um, mm-hmm. we definitely uh, have plants that, you know, are fit to go on a patio, at least seasonally. Uh, mm-hmm. Ficuses, various ficuses are very commonly yeah. found on patios, um, but there are there are many others. Um, yes. What we always say to customers when, we, when they do want to bring their green amigos, as we like to call them, when they want to bring their green amigos outside is to let them get adjusted to the lighting uh differences uh as they move them outside so don't move them into a bright spot from Mm -hmm. a darker spot right away that might be a bit of a shock to the system but let them get adjusted or used to the um used to the outside environment and the additional light that um, the plants take in i always kind of like to say that you know even the best grow light uh that you have indoors 
will still be 10 to 20 times less powerful than the sun. And so mm-hmm. it just gives customers an idea or, or people an idea of, you know, the vast difference between sunlight, actual sunlight and uh, uh, light through a filtered setting uh, indoors or um, uh, a grow light, for example. Yes, yes. And often I think something that other people that people don't realize, too, is a lot of houseplants, even though they're tropical, they are like understory plants, right? So they even in even in, let's say, the rainforest or something like that, where they're growing in their natural habitat, they weren't out in the 90 degree sun in uh, or 100 degree sun in a a concrete pot, right? Like they were, you know, they had other plants around them and uh, and the humidity and and the different environments. So high humidity and moist environments. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, uh, That that's absolutely true. I I think uh, most folks uh, um, almost kind of by you know, by association, yeah. assume that every plant is just dying for that full sunlight, whether, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's a ficus or a ZZ or a Sensevieria or Dracaena. And, and, you know, it couldn't be farther from the truth. Exactly. It's, it's a very good point. And uh, I would say 95% of the plants that we carry probably would not thrive in full sunlight. So yeah, there you have it. Yeah. Very good. Um, would you have care information or do, is that something that the app would help with? Because you know, usually the plants are an investment. So they're bringing them inside or sorry, outside for the summer. But then there's always that challenge of bringing them back inside, you know, hibiscus, some of the flowering ones that people like to bring back inside. Yeah. So the typical plants that are basically outdoor plants that are brought indoors to survive the winter. Mm -hmm. um, I would say that's an area that we will have to do a little bit more work on and that's because those are the types of plants that we're looking to add to our experience or Mm -hmm. to our site for the first time this year so we don't yet have a ton of uh information on that um you know there are certain um, bring your plant indoor 101 type of uh content pieces that we will find on our blog like you know Mm -hmm. do's and don'ts for any tip any type of plant but very specific to uh, specific types of plants uh, when it, when it comes to outdoor plants that need to come inside to survive the winter, uh, will be found on our website probably, uh, later this year. Excellent. Excellent. That's a good point. Yeah. There is a lot of information. I know um, Matt and I are actually working on a book, um, for our listeners who are wondering, Matt is going to join us as soon as he gets out of class. So teaching a class, we're always, uh, limited to when he can uh, join us, uh, this season, but, um, he and I writing a book and we do mention, you know, when, when to do different things at different times. So we're still in the middle of that, but we do cover um, houseplants in that, uh, in certain sections and, and type of things. So, uh, so yeah, that is, that's a lot to go, that goes into that, but it's a popular question. So I'm sure that's something that your website will, uh, will dive into. Um, Susan has, uh, so a long time listener, Susan says, wow, thanks for this information. I just went to the website and it is amazing. Who knew? Thank you. Well, there you go. It Thank is you, a beautiful site. It. And I love how you've named the plants. Like, I mean, it is fun. When you said frictionless and fun, I'm like, that is totally, you know, it's got a really cool vibe to it. Yeah, we're trying to, you know, there is this, st- I feel like there is this stigma around around plants and around taking care of them and buying them. I myself have found the same when I was, you know, as a consumer, when you walk into a nursery or you walk into a place that has plants, you see all these Latin names and complicated mm. kind of hard to spell names coming at you. And, you know, you automatically start assuming, wow, this must be really difficult and very complex, this whole world of plant care and, 
you know, um, buying and taking care of plants. And we want to kind of, uh, you know, make it more, um, make it more of a human experience and more of a fun experience, because that's what plant care should be all about. It should be something that is a fun hobby that is, you know, uh, not draining your battery, but it's charging your battery. So Mm -hmm. that's why our, on our website, you'll, you'll see that we take a little bit of a different approach. And, uh, you know, we, we do love to write little bios about our plants and we like to say they go on all sorts of crazy plant ventures. And I'll, I'll certainly say that, you know, we sometimes go a little bit overboard when you read some (laughs) of our copy, but you know, it's just us having fun with, with the product. And, and, and I think that, you know, that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. That is great. Um, so Carl has written in an interesting question for you. Being that we're in Canada, he's asking if you sell cannabis plants, and if so, what is the criteria to purchase them? Yeah, so uh, we do not sell cannabis plants, and the reason why is again, it's a different type of industry with different regulations, mm-hmm. um, and also um, it's not something that we have any particular expertise in. Um, that being said, I think it is a good suggestion call that we should add it to the app. I mean, there are mm-hmm. probably plenty of folks out there that have, uh, cannabis plants, uh, potted up and, and they're looking to, uh, get some automated watering and fertilizer instructions sent to their phones. So we'll de- definitely take that one away and look into that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question for sure. For sure. Let's talk a little bit about the app. Um, I mean, it's gorgeous as well, and it does seem very simple to use. Um, I was mentioning to you before the show, um, you know, that I'm on an Android. So it's available for Apple or for an iPhone and an Android. That's right. Um, and it has some instructions because I know you were um, regarding in, in that's also in Dutch as well. So there's a partnership with the app. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I should I should mention that right now we're there is a bit of a bug, unfortunately. I don't like to talk okay. about this. I know, we'll, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put no, you on the spot. No, it's fine. It's fine. If actually, we're gonna have all no, these people go to the app. We might as well tell them. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you know, I of course I will I will speak to it briefly. And uh, <laughs> you know, the the there is a bit of a bug where for some reason uh, currently the Android users are getting the Dutch. Um, uh, blog posts pulled to their to their app. So the normal behavior, the normal experience would be that if you open the app, you will see the latest blog posts that we've written uh, on plantsum.ca and you can browse through them, you can click them, you can read them. Uh, but for some reason right now it is pulling the wrong uh, it's pulling the wrong language posts. Um, and yeah, to touch briefly on that, Plantsum is in partnership, it's, it's built and created uh by the founding team here in canada but it is built and created in partnership with another company out of holland uh who had uh previously built out an experience uh around um, buying and taking care of plants and as opposed to starting everything from scratch uh as the team here in canada we decided to partner with them and bring that experience over to canada and develop continue developing it together so that's why um, you will also have a plantsum.nl and you will be able to go there and purchase plants. If you ever have a friend living in Amsterdam, you, uh, you can still buy plants from Plantsum and the experience will largely be the same, even though there are two yeah. different companies. Um, yeah. It will be very much the same experience. 
Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, it makes sense in this day and age, right? And anything around plants, like nothing is new. We're not inventing anything new, right? It's just a matter of developing the right product for the right market, you know, with the right resources. So that's a really smart thing to do. And, um, and we know how good, uh, um, you know, how plant life is so ingrained in Dutch culture, right? Uh, right. I was saying that most of a lot of our nurseries here in Canada, as well, say Ontario, since I'm only from Ontario, but uh, all uh, uh, were formed, you know, years ago by uh, Dutch immigrants to Canada. So, uh, so all our trees are grown and, and things like that. So that is very cool. Um, And, uh, and, you know, the technology, so even with the, you know, it's still a beautiful app. And I love that, like I said, about the mentioning the names and things like that. You did briefly mention that in addition to the plant, people can also buy the pot, which I loved because I have done that where I have bought the perfect plant. You know, I did a kitchen renovation last year and I bought the, I had the perfect plant for my perfect corner in that new kitchen. But boy, finding the right pot and the right height in the right plant stand was like an exercise in, oh my goodness. So it was like a part-time job for me. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, tell us about yeah, that. I, um, and I and I should circle back really quickly for ten seconds sure. to say that the Android version of the Plantsome app is fully functioning. So all you'll yes. see is some Dutch blog posts. But if you mm-hmm. want to download the app and add the plants that even the ones that you have in your home right now, provided that they're in our library, and if they're not, you can send us an email and we'll we'll try to add them to our library. But the app is fully functioning. So. Uh, I do apologize for the Dutch blog posts that will be resolved uh, hopefully within a few weeks, but uh, it's fully functioning. Um, I, I wanted to just oh yeah, no, all the absolutely. Android users out there say yes. we didn't build a broken app completely. No, no. It's just a minor uh, a minor uh, kink, and uh, yes. we'll 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 fix it. But okay. um, yeah, me, before you, you answer the before you answer my last question, let me do what based on that because I think that's great that we can also add the plants we already have, and that when you were yes. talking about it, that's something that occurred to me. So is it? can we add the plants we already have at home in addition to new ones? Yeah. And we get, I I will preface this because my customer service uh, team will get very upset. If I, if I say otherwise, we do get a lot of requests to add more plants, even ones Mm -hmm. that we do not sell. And we love all your questions and requests for that. There is a bit of a backlog. So please bear with us, have some patience while we add those Mm -hmm. plants that you have in your home that we don't carry right now, but we do, love building out the app and making sure that all of the common and and even the uncommon plants uh, that are in people's homes are, are you know that you can find them on the app and that you can use the app for those plants as well excellent excellent so that's good to know so yeah so now if you remember my last question but i think that's a great feature and i get that i mean that's it's hard to keep up with what uh, what people are asking for right yeah yeah th- there's a lot of requests for plants um but yeah, so on the on the uh, on the pottery side, um, if you go on our website and you click on a plant that you like, um, what's really cool uh, a really cool feature um, is the fact that uh, you can select a pot that you like, and um, it'll superimpose the look of what the plant and pot will look like together, so that you can see what the full picture looks like before you uh, end up buying the pot. And we have a very extensive collection of. I think over a hundred or 120 different pots uh, in our assortment in various colors, shapes, sizes, on stands, hanging, or mm-hmm. uh, more classic looks, or more tapered looks, or more modern looks. So we try to cater to everyone. 
Um, and yeah, it makes for a very convenient shopping experience if you're able to buy a pot that you know will match in terms of it, you know, it, it fitting um, it, all in one go. Yeah. So will your staff help you? Because a lot of that is scaled too. Like, will the staff help the the purchaser or the customer? Oh, yes, that pot will work with this plant or no, it's a little bit too big. So there's two answers to that question. So the way that the website works, there's a little bit of magic going on in the background where we, when we bring in a new plant, we tell the system that we have created the, the, the diameter of the pot. And by okay. telling the system the diameter of the pot, the system will know exactly which pots to expose on the website that will be a good fit with that particular tropical plant. And so that is how we make sure that the pots fit, fit with the plants. Mm -hmm. And so when you go on a product page of a plant, all the pots that you see will be great fits. Now, there is obviously, this is the second piece to the, to the, to the question, the second answer to the question. There's always a few kind of oddball pot sizes yeah. that were just a little bigger than, than the grower told us or a little mm -hmm. smaller than the grower told us. So our fulfillment teams try to really look out for and pre-fit the plant and pot to make sure that it is actually a good fit and we'll reach out to the customer if it isn't. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. They send something with, you know, the measurement with the, with the outside diameter, not the inside diameter or the other way around. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So there's always things beyond our control, but I think it really helps to see the plants um, in the pots really, you know, it's kind of, um, to, to, to fall in love with the plant even more like that was the difference I really felt when I looked at the website compared to just you know I look at plants all the time and I get emails all the time but I really love the fact that they were in the pots and they were on the plant stands I think that really helped um yeah yeah it's a, it's a it's a good feature and um it's also I think one of the reasons why the, um, a lot of our um uh, the people that work that that buy plants from us really like buying the pottery because you get that total uh, combination and you can see what the end result will look like. Mm -hmm. uh, it just makes for a convenient buying experience. Excellent. I'm looking, so I'm going to put you on the spot here because I'm looking at Boris, the terrarium, which uh -oh. I love that. Um, so yeah. So does like, is that everything in that comes together or is that including the containers? This is one exception, right? The terrarium is kind of the exception of the pots, but. Absolutely. Yeah. You found the, one of the few exceptions. Yes. <laughs> Um, so the terrarium, it's actually, and we should probably, uh, we should probably rename this to Boris the terrarium kit instead of just Boris ah. the terrarium, because it is in fact a kit. So um, it comes with everything, all of the components that you see uh, pictured here uh, separately. So you'll get the really nice big uh, glass terrarium with the cork lid. Uh, mm -hmm. You'll get the soil, you'll get the other uh kind of decor pieces and then you'll get a variation of different plants now we can't make specific uh yeah. guarantees on what specific plants will will come in your particular order but we'll make sure they look really nice and we'll make sure that they are fit to be inside of a terrarium and then once you bring them home you can start building uh your terrarium yourself there's a little video uh tutorial on that page as well to take you through it step by step Wonderful. I think that's great. I mean, it makes sense in shipping, right? You couldn't really set it up because, you know, but um, I think that's a, what's an amazing gift too. Uh, you know, what a, what a great gift. Yeah, it's and... very popular as a gift. Uh, it's a popular gift to give uh, even for Valentine's. If you want to do something uh, with mm -hmm. your spouse or better half and 
you 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 know uh, if you need ideas for something that's more than just a product but it's actually you know a fun experience to do together uh, building a terrarium is is one of those things that could really uh be be super fun to do yeah absolutely i think a terrarium is a great gift and i know i've made a couple from scratch so i think i love the idea and my son has too he's he's quite into them and uh so it's uh, it's something that i think having all the pieces shipped to you together i think that is a really uh, a great uh, great thing to do so uh so yeah so welcome matthew hello everyone kevin hello welcome to the show thank you thanks for having me oh it was, um, it's our pleasure yeah definitely definitely so uh so yes i was I let everybody know that you were just finishing class but uh you're perfect timing for our station identification if you were uh <laughs> i could say it's the that. perfect time to jump in and say hey kevin and uh, you know, thank you everyone for joining us here live on Reality Radio 101. I'm Matthew Dressing, now here with my co-host, Joanne Shaw, and you're listening to Down the Garden Path. Joanne and I enjoy hosting Down the Garden Path each week, bringing you interesting and relevant topics to help you achieve a great garden. We learn right along with you from our research and from the wonderful guests, such as Kevin, who is joining us here on the show. Don't forget, you can spend more time with us down the garden path. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Our handle there is at down the garden path podcast. You can also find us on your favorite podcast provider. And while you're there, please hit that subscribe button to be notified of new content. And please don't forget to like, share and leave us a comment. We love hearing from you. You can always write us here at instudio101 at gmail.com. Perhaps if you're listening to the podcast downloaded and you've come up with a question for Kevin, we'd still love to hear from you. You can also reach us on our own websites. You can find Joanne at down to the number two earth.ca and myself at naturalaffinity.ca. That's so, right. Thank you. Back to you guys. Uh, no problem. We have we have lots of questions pouring in um, and some comments. So, er, yeah. So uh, Kevin, Eric says, love the show. A very interesting topic. Um, shipping. So if you sell, oh, this is a good question from Harry. So if you sell fertilizer and or, you know, medicines for plants, are you able to ship to other provinces? Yeah, it's great. Uh, great question there. So uh, when it comes to fertilizer, uh, we actually don't sell fertilizer. And uh, it's a good question because it also makes me want to do some research on that, whether I am allowed or whether I am not allowed to sell that across provinces. Um, what we sell is called a soil enhancer. And so we've worked closely with another BC company called Marvel, who have produced a very cool um uh, sustainably sourced soil enhancer that is made from uh, plankton and it works really really well it's not officially graded as a fertilizer because the way it works is it enriches the soil rather going rather than going straight into the roots so it's a little bit of a different application a different way of en enriching the growth of your plants but it in the end uh, achieves the same result or similar result Excellent. Well, that is great. Matt, do you know anything about that, about fertilizers across the province? I think you might be able to. 
Um, but no, I would have to actually research like the permits and everything like, yeah. like Kevin would probably too as well. Yeah. 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 I, think I, I, I need to do some more research. I think it's possible. I mean, I think I've found other places that sell fertilizer <clears> online <throat> and I don't think that it's regulated in the sense that it's restricted by province, but yeah, it's an excellent for, question. Like, and I don't know yeah. the answer. So, I mean, that that's the, I mean, that shit says it right there. That is, yeah, is that's a right, good, that's good right. thing to do some research on. That's right. Love live situations like this. So uh, Jan is asking, is the app free? Yes, it's free and it is ad free. Uh, and we love supporting anyone that is looking for a way to help them take care of their plants. So, of course, it's an app that was created to help our customers succeed in taking care of their plants. But we don't want to exclude anyone um, why build something just for a smaller group when a larger group can benefit from it? So um, anyone is welcome to download uh, the app and use the app to uh, manage the care needs of their plants. Perfect. And I, 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 I'll, I'll do a shameless plug here um, because <laughs> we have our team has been really, really hard at work and trying to make the, the, the app experience better. We've come a long way from when we launched uh, a new version of the app last year and it we had uh, quite a few troubles getting it to work properly with a few new uh, Android and iOS updates. And as a result, the app hasn't gotten the greatest of reviews on both Android and Apple. So if you do end up downloading it and you like the experience, uh, please help us by giving us uh, your honest review. Uh, we're a small company and it mm -hmm. really does matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really important that everybody uh, understand what you're trying to achieve, right? There's a lot of plants and there's a lot of ways to care for them. So this is a huge undertaking. So yeah, so please be positive, everybody that listens to uh, Down the Garden Path. Um, I really love it. I love the names and I love the, you know, I love, we were just talking, Matt, about the, the fact that they sell the pots and the, and the plants as well. And, and I just think that's such a great, uh, great feature. So, um, so yeah. There's a lot going on and it's a great, we're having a lot of people writing in saying about, um, this is Joyce. Um, hello, longtime listener here. Yes, Joyce, welcome back. Uh, very cool info tonight. I'm looking at the website now and it is pretty amazing. So yeah, so everybody, I think when, a, you know, there's so many plant sites out there, but yours really to me stands out. So, uh, so I love it. Yeah, we've tried, like I said, we really try to emphasize that, you know, the experience should match uh, the fun and joy that uh, people tend to get from being surrounded by plants. And obviously translating that to a website's not easy, but, you know, we try to, to you know, um, to do that. We think the fun should start uh, when you're buying and not just mm -hmm. when you've got the plants in your house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Uh, I love going out and buying and seeing what's all cool and new and yeah, that's half the fun right there. Yeah, exactly. So are you able to track or have you have you looked into this yet? And, and just to see, are there any specific trends that you're noticing, you know, in the last few months, like since the like this trend has become crazy, right? In the last two years with houseplants. But are you starting to notice, you know, any any trends? Yeah, there's definitely some trends, some interesting um, kind of insights that, that I can share um, there are some evergreen products that seem to forever be popular. And I would say the Monstera is still, you know, mm. a, a very, very popular plant in any type and shape and size. There are, there are various types of Monsteras, uh, Monstera Adansani, Monstera Deliciosa. They're very popular. 
Uh, Adansanis are popular because they're 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 extremely they're fast growing. They're very peculiar in terms of their leaf and their leaf growth. Um, and the Monstera Deliciosa is obviously a, a classic, and it's still very very popular. When we take a step back and look more at trends from a overall uh, standpoint, uh, palms are still popular. Um, although I also do put a little warning to say, make sure that, again, you know what you're getting into. Those are plants that are not always the easiest to care for. Make sure to, uh, to find a good spot for it where you know it will, it will thrive. Um, and then there are, I would say, typically the variegated plants are very, very popular right now. So anything with any multicolor variegation uh, on the leaves is, uh, is very, very popular right now. So for example, Tredesantia plants like the Tredesantia Nanook or the Pink Panther, those are very popular, uh, but also String of Hearts, String of Turtles, anything mm. where there's a little bit more contrast to the plant's leaves is something that seems to be in, in, in very uh, high demand. Interesting. And you know, I've never, I've, I've heard more and more about the Monstera and that is one plant of all the plants I have and I've grown in my lifetime. Um, I have not grown that one. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I have to reflect everything that Kevin is saying uh, or repeated. Um, yeah, the students here that they've got Monstera cuttings here in the greenhouse. They're super excited uh, and they're showing up with everything with a little bit of color and in it and, uh, you know, the prayer plants and uh, try to scanty is like you were saying, everything color is really catching uh, everybody's eye and they're really excited about it. So that's, that's very cool to hear that though you're seeing also seeing those trends um, that far away as well. Yeah. And then, and then there's still the evergreens, right? The, the ZZ plants, uh, the snake plants, I mean, Sansevieria these days, they seem to come, they come in almost limited, limitless shapes, sizes, and color schemes. And it's hard for a company like us to even yeah. keep, keep, to keep up with what mm -hmm. the, the amazing growers in Canada are growing from a variety standpoint. It's truly uh, wild. Yeah. Now, do you, uh, that sort of brings a good question about where do you get your plants I, from? Sorry, I, I didn't hear the question. I know, I did. We, I think we would be hanging, uh, <laughs> lagging a little bit. Um, where do you source your, your plants from? Okay, right. So uh, the partners that we work with for uh, that, that we source our plants from are uh, local Canadian growers. So I would say roughly 80 to 85% of the plants that we uh, that we source are from BC-based growers. Now, this is because two of our two warehouses that we currently have are based out of BC and Alberta, which are the predominant areas that are being serviced by the BC uh, growers. Uh, we work with uh, many different growers, and the process that we go through with our growers is we try to understand what they're really good at and which which are items that you know, are some of their basically showpieces, the ones that they are strongest in. Uh, and we try to make sure that we select those and, and work with them specifically on those types of plants. But we, we do carry uh, plants from, um, I would say, 15 different growers here. Um, and the rest of the plants that we source are sourced, a, a handful are sourced from uh, the US actually. Uh, okay. And then uh, a few are uh, from growers in Ontario just to round out the assortment. Excellent, excellent. Matt, you had a question? 
Well, no, I was, I, I think having kind of answered it, but um, I was just wondering as you're talking about keeping up with, uh, you know, customer demands and all the crazy varieties uh, and cultivars that are out there. I was just wondering is, do you have, like how many new introductions do you end up having to plant some every year? Do you kind of do it like the ornamental outdoor industry where you're introducing new plants at a single time of year? Or I think, and I think you kind of talked about picking up those strong sellers from your suppliers or those, those uh, you know, easy sells and those great ones that they focus on. Um, or do you just kind of bring it in yearly? Are you always trying to introduce new crops or, or new selections? Um, like I, I don't know if you, there's really much more to say there, but that was my question. <laughs> no, it's an excellent question. I think uh, it's typically one of those things that, you know, for a lot of folks uh, is interesting to know, you know, when you look behind the curtain, kind of what goes on and how does the, the whole process at a company uh, work? So um, for us, we, I would say we bring in new plants almost every week. So if you really are, and we have a few customers that really scour our website every single week to look for things that are new. Um, there are new plants being added every single week. And that's because it is truly a wild industry that we're all in. And it, it, mm-hmm. there are, there's so much innovation going on. There are so many different new plant varieties that are being cultivated that we almost have to keep up that way. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we don't, we, we don't always know what's coming up either. Some, some plants are, are kind of taking us by surprise. They're being introduced by growers. And um, we by now have a pretty, I think we have a pretty good eye on which types of plant based on pot size, height, how easy it is to care for it. As I said, variegation, all those mm-hmm. types of, like all those types of um, characteristics of plants to get a feel for if someone's introducing something new, you know, to get a feel for whether we think it's going to be a hit or not. Um, and we also uh, talk a lot to our uh, counterparts in Holland because uh, Holland is known to be uh, a very uh, innovative place for even tropical plant growth. So there's a lot of innovation happening in Holland that finds its way into North America, maybe a year later or a few years later. So we can kind of talk to our partners in Holland to say, hey, what's going on in your world so that we can kind of anticipate that happening here in our world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can kind of see what's coming down the pipeline. Um, and you are, uh, so Scott is asking if you have a brick and mortar store or are you just online sales? So your concentrate is an online business, right? It's, a, it's an online business. We have a pickup option for folks that are in Calgary. Uh, We have a pickup option for folks that are in Vancouver or in the Vancouver area. Uh, And we do have a a storefront in Vancouver that is attached to our warehouse. Um, It's more to service the local community. uh, And it's not something that we uh, specifically focus on, but we have the area. The place that we're in has a storefront. So we, we figured you know, it would be a waste to not decorate mm-hmm. it with all of this beauty that we have sitting right here. So yeah. uh, we do have that. Uh, it's a, an excellent opportunity for folks that are close to us to have a more meaningful conversation about, you know, a big project or a specific care uh, questions that they have. So yes, we do have a store. It's open seven days a week from 11 to 5. Oh, great. Yeah, that's where you get all the impulse purchases, right? 
when people yeah. walk in. Yeah, right? there's definitely a group of people that love to just browse and browse and browse. And yeah, it's it's yeah. nice to see the product in the living flesh. Oh, that's good. That's good. And Mason, who must, uh, is saying, leave the app alone. It will make folks learn a new language. And he loves the show. So, <laughs> Yeah. Dutch uh, is not the easiest language, Mason, yeah. but I do applaud your, uh, your efforts there. Your optimism. Yeah, there for sure. Uh, for sure. And yes, and we just said it. So Sue's asking about what city and you just uh, said that Vancouver. So there you go. Um, yeah. So that is great. But you can ship across Canada right now and the special packaging like you figured that out right because we've got right now we're cold and but then in the summer it can be very hot as well yeah so we've got special packaging to uh account for a few things it accounts for the fact that when it goes to the mail system whether that's we work a lot with fedex and, and canada post and they they handle packages a little bit differently and we're accustomed to kind of making sure that our plants uh can go through both of those processes uh, without any major uh, issues whatsoever or any issues whatsoever. Now, that being said, you know, we ship out thousands of plants every week and there's always a chance that something happens. And just want to say, if there's ever an issue with anything, a simple note to us, an email to us, and, and we'll obviously take care of it. There's, there's never any uh, question about that. Um, but having said that, uh, we do package a little bit differently, for example, for winter times, as opposed to for uh, warmer, sunnier, uh, uh, summer times. Um, and when it gets particularly cold in some areas of Canada, we also hold on to your orders for uh, a little bit to make mm -hmm. sure that, you know, we give them an opportunity to survive. Um, and so uh, when it's, you know, um, basically below minus 10, there is no heat pack or packing mm -hmm. that we can do uh, in a sustainable way that will allow that plant to, uh, you know, to, to, have a high chance of, of, of survival. So mm -hmm. we're very, very good at shipping in cold temperatures, but there is a limit. And so we try to uh, keep an eye out for local weather forecasts. Like our, our packing team is on weather channel websites the whole day, looking at every <laughs> order and where it's going to, yes. and, you know, and just yeah. trying to eyeball when it's a good time to ship it out. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you've gone through a lot of attention to detail as far as the customer experience. And I feel like then that that um, part of that is especially setting them up to be successful, right? And so shipping them a plant that potentially could be frozen or chilled or nipped, you know, so I think that's great. I think it, I think everybody would as much as you're anxious to get your new uh, plant, um, you would prefer that it come when it's supposed to come, you know, yeah. and, that being uh, said, it is our responsibility to bring you a healthy thriving plant. So we, we, we always want to give our customers the idea that, you know, you can place your order with us. Sure. We, if you're living in, you know, Grand Prairie, Alberta, we might have to, you know, kind of find the right window to ship it to you, mm -hmm. but it is our responsibility to ship you a plant that uh, arrives in, in good condition. So customers never really have to worry about okay. the weather. We'll, we'll worry for them. Yes. Oh, that's good. Now, is there a warranty with your plant material? Uh, you know, once if they've had it at home for three months or something like that? Yeah, there's a, a three month, what we call three month happy plant guarantee. So basically what, what that does is we wanted to take away some of the uh, potential stresses of, of ordering plants online. You know, it, you don't, you're not seeing the product when you're ordering mm -hmm. it. So you need to feel comfortable knowing that there is a, a value proposition, a service proposition there that gives you that confidence that what, whatever happens, I will be looked after. And 
you know, my order is, is, is going to be looked after. So the happy plant guarantee takes care of that. Now there is obviously some fine print. There's always fine print. And so one of the things that we do ask our customers is that they use the app so we can kind of help mm -hmm. them monitor, uh, you know, how often the plant has been watered kind of so that we can kind of troubleshoot what we can do to remedy some of the, the challenges. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 And, but we do realize that sometimes plants come into our possession and there might be something lurking beneath the surface that we don't see. And so mm -hmm. that's really where this plant guarantee comes in. That when there's mm -hmm. something there that's just slowly progressing and is getting progressively worse, customers shouldn't have to deal with that. We believe that that's something that we need to be dealing with. And that's where the happy plant guarantee really comes in. Excellent. Excellent. Much like when we in, I install uh, outside gardens, you know, I warranty the plants, but of course the homeowner has to water them and look yes. after them. You know what I mean? So there it is as much as there's a guarantee for living material, you still need to, you know, you need to look care for it as best as you can. And I think it's great that, um, you have the app as far as uh, helping, you know, you've done everything. You've given the client, you know, such great service, those five great questions uh, for listeners that might've joined us late. You know, there's definitely filter questions that you ask um, in order for the, the client to purchase, the customer to purchase the, the best plant for their situation. And, um, and then you have the app that helps you take no when to water it. And, and uh, uh, so I think that's wonderful. You've really set everybody up for success. And like you said, it, this is a new thing to order plants sight unseen, right? Yeah, it is. It is a new thing. And we totally get that. So, you know, we get a lot of questions about uh, from customers. Uh, there's obviously that anxiety that builds when they get a tracking code from us on Monday and it's not there yet on Tuesday. And that's fine. You know, we, we love to just kind of guide them through the process and like, educate them a little bit also about, you know, this is what you can expect. Also, this will be perfectly fine. Your plan will be in a box for, you know, three days, four days, five days. Typically, that's no problem at all. Plants, plants mm -hmm. are able to take uh, to take that uh, with with absolutely no issue whatsoever. Of course, when there are delays in shipping that are over and above, Again, we always look after the customer and, you know, um, we'll, we'll make sure that the issue issues get resolved. There's always mm -hmm. that, there's always that chance, but that's not yeah. something the customer should worry about. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it, that's, that's really on us to make sure that that gets, gets looked after and resolved. Excellent. So with Valentine's day coming up, I mean, I always think everybody should think green and not necessarily flowers, right? Um, do you have any, is, or do you have like seasonal promotions or seasonal, um, events yeah we do have um we do have a uh, a promotion going on right now where we ship a little heart-shaped hoya in a mm -hmm. cute little pot uh on all orders uh, i believe over a hundred dollars up until uh february 8th so there's still a little bit of time if you want to get a nice plant order in for your loved one uh and you order over a hundred dollars there'll be uh, a tiny little heart-shaped hoya with your order Excellent. Excellent. So as we want, I mean, time flies, right? When we're talking about plants, right, Kevin? Yeah, um, <laughs> so uh, once again, uh, the website is plantsum.ca and uh, the Plantsum app is available in the, uh, uh, for your, for your computer, for your phone, um, both an Android and iPhone. And uh, I think it's a, it's a great, uh, it's a great combination to have both. Is there anything else as we wind down the show, is there anything else you want to mention or um, promote? Um, I mean, I would just like to say that 
Thank you so much for having me on the show. I really, uh, really appreciate it. It's the first time I'm getting uh, the ability to answer questions live from the audience. So to whoever sent us uh, any questions, thank you so much. It's a lot of fun to do. Uh, and uh, if you do have uh, any follow-up questions, uh, if or if you've downloaded the podcast and you have questions, then um, Matt kind of already spoke about it, but don't have to email those guys. You can also email us. We'll more okay. than happily answer those questions for you as well. So um, please do reach out. Don't be a stranger. We love helping customers out with any plant-related questions, and uh, we hope to see you on our website. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much. This was great. And uh, I think it's a new way to um, order plants. So I, I'm excited. I'm excited for what you have coming down in the future and, and uh, I'm watching you grow. So I think that's going to be wonderful. Thank you so much. Thanks again for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. So as we wind down the show, um, Matt, how are you doing? <laughs> I am good, and I'm also very excited to see plant some grow uh, and see what's new and exciting there with them, uh, for sure. And, and look, going back and listening to the rest of this conversation, because it sounds like you guys had a great one to have. So, yes. That's right. Yes. Um, as as, yeah, as we wind down, thank you. Oh, I think I'm delayed, so we're talking over each other. <laughs> That's okay. Yes. This is what we were going to say. Um, we're almost at Valentine's Day. We're going to have uh, Marianne Wilburn, author of Tropical Plants and How to Love Them, for you on Valentine's Day. Uh, and then we are going to uh, have a repeat of Dave's Air Plant Corner with uh, David Lynn on the 21st. And then we're going to round out our month on the 28th with Ask Us Anything. Uh, so we have lots of questions and there's lots of great content yet to come. I'm getting the hook, so I'm going to just take us out. Thank you, everyone who's tuned in to us here live on Reality Radio 101. Thank you, Kevin, for joining us here. And uh, we'll see you next week on Down, Down the, the Garden, garden Path. path. <laughs> Thanks. I think Matt's having trouble, but thank you, everybody. Thank you, Kevin. We'll be in touch, okay? Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Down the Garden Path with your host, Joanne Shaw, and Matthew Dressing right here on Reality Radio 101.